Welcome back to Forging the Journey podcast, where we discuss the joys and the struggles of business and being an entrepreneur. Hey guys, this is Jared coming back to you today on episode 13 of Forging the Journey. And last night, Greg shot me a text and said, hey man, uh, I'm really wrapped up in some stuff and I don't think I'm going to be able to jump on the podcast tomorrow morning. Can you can you take it over? And so naturally I obliged and I'm here now giving you episode 13 of Forging the Journey. And as I was thinking about what I was going to talk about, just stuff that was spinning around my head um, were just this this question. And this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to ask you guys this question, just pose it for you. And we've touched on this in previous podcasts a little bit. So yeah, there's some things that we've talked about, but at the same time, um, I wanted to lay out this question and then give you some action steps that hopefully you can filter through. And hopefully they give you a little bit of clarity as you're starting out as an entrepreneur. So the question I want to pose to you is, have you ever looked at a task so large and so daunting that you froze? You probably felt inadequate and even unprepared. And if this is a business startup or even an idea that you've just been toying around with, people around you might even be telling you that it's not possible. It's not going to work. You're going to have a ton of noise around you as you start out as an entrepreneur. And it can be extremely difficult to filter through that noise and find truth. There's so many lies that are going to be thrown around as you get started. People might even tell you that uh, it's not right to do what you're doing. It's not going to work. Uh, There's so many different things that are going to get thrown out at you. And look, this is coming from a society that tells us, go to college at all costs. Just get some sort of degree. Just do something. Anything is better than nothing. Even if you don't actually use the degree, at least you have that piece of paper to show to a potential employer. And then they tell you after that, after you're in debt up to your eyeballs, just get a comfy job that's stable. You want stability. You want reliability. And you want a 401k. And then they tell you, you know, you're going to work up until the day you're, whatever, 65 years old or so. And then you can finally retire. Then you can live. Then you can travel. Then you can do the things you actually want to do. But when you look back on that roadmap, you have to ask yourself, is it actually worth it? Is it actually worth one-third of your life? And honestly, I just read that statistic today that we're going to spend about a third of our life working. Just think about that for a second. Just pause on that. 30% of your life is spent at work, and our society is telling us just get a stable job, get something that's reliable, something that offers you a 401k or some sort of benefits package. And look, I'm not saying that those things are wrong, but for the people that are listening to this podcast, I believe that you believe that you are called to something more. And because our society is spreading all that noise around, we're full of people that are just suffering through their job, counting down to retirement, and then they finally get a couple years where they can live freely. Look, our our clock is ticking daily. Daily we count down our life, and we only get one. And I struggle with this stuff all the time, too. I wonder, am I on the right path? Am I on the right journey? Am I making the right steps? And can can I even make this thing work? And... Those are real struggles. I don't think that we should ignore them, but I definitely think that we need to filter through these and come up with some action steps so that we don't get lost in all of the nonsense that gets thrown around. So here's the deal. I have eight different things that I wrote down, and I'm just going to run through these quickly, and this is going to be a shorter episode. Um, And really, this is just something to help you supplement your week, and hopefully it gives you something to think about, and if you want us to dive deeper into any of this stuff, just let us know. 
but number one, the thing that I wrote down here is that you have to believe that you're called to do more. If you if you want to start out as a an entrepreneur or, or a business owner, there has to be something different right at the beginning, some seed that was planted that sets you apart from just somebody who wants to work a regular job. There has to be that little fire inside of you that says, I know that I'm called to do more. And this is something that burned inside of me for years, and I never really knew what it was um, until I actually took the steps and took the risk um, and switched from my job that was stable, that paid me pretty well, that had a path for me that supposedly, and, and from you know all my knowledge and all the, uh, the, uh, the things that I saw was going to lead me to a higher position, I had to give that up and go somewhere that at the time I didn't really necessarily know if I wanted to do, but I knew that I needed to change something. Our lives are literally an adventure, and we have to live it like we mean it. It starts out with believing that we're called to do more. And then number two that I put down here is just filter out the noise. And honestly, I mean, everything is always easier said than done, but this is one that is very, very difficult. And you have to have such a belief that you were called to do what you're about to do that the noise doesn't affect you in the way that it would affect a normal person. Normal people, when they're confronted with a daunting task or people around them that are saying it's not going to work, they'll just give up. You have to make sure that you're willing to not listen to the negative noise and find the truth that's hiding out there, the people that are telling you you can do this, that it is possible, and that you do have what it takes. You were meant for more, and you need to find that truth among the noise. Again, that's it's really easy to just sit here and say that, but that's something that I really struggle with every week. Every week there's noise around me and there's there's that self-doubt, and I, I don't have as much self-doubt as I had in the past, but it is still a reality of what I face, wondering whether I'm adequate enough, whether I do have the skills. Because look, a lot of us start this stuff out because we have a, an idea or a concept and a belief in a product. We may not have even gone to school for this stuff. So all of that, all of that is going to wrestle around in your mind. And number three, know your worth. And Greg and I touched on this on a previous episode, and I really think that it is so, so important to just hammer home. You cannot find your worth or base your worth in how your company is performing, in how good your idea is, or any of that stuff. You have to believe that you're worth a lot, that you have worth just because of who you are. Just because you're living, just because you're breathing, just because you have the, the uh, certain skills or talents, you have to believe that you are worthy. And if you base all of your worth on material things, on your business, on performance, you're going to find that you're going to always feel like you're falling short. You have to be able to self-motivate through that because there's going to be times that you don't feel worthy. So self-motivation is a big deal. And I, I believe that that's a skill that you learn. It's something that I had to learn over the years when there's nobody around you to tell you what the next task is. You have to be able and willing to motivate yourself to take the steps to do whatever's necessary to make it work. Number four, I said, be around people who challenge you to excel. So here's the, the funniest part about this. Maybe not funny, but the reality of it is it doesn't necessarily mean that they're always your best friend, that they're always necessarily telling you the truth, even. I mean, there's going to be people around you that 
and I guess I can put it this way. So I look at it this way. There's people that tell me that I can succeed and there's people that tell me that I can't. And both of them motivate me to succeed. You have to be able to take the negative words and say, all right, well, I know I, I can prove that wrong and here I'm going to do it. Now, I'm not saying that you need to be around negative people on purpose. It's just the natural, it, it just is what it is. You're going to be around people that are negative. Find the other positive people who are going to prod you along and are going to say, yes, do it. You can go, you can go higher, faster, stronger. You can achieve what you're looking for. You, you need people around you that are able to push you. And this could be, you know, business partners, uh, your, your spouse or another significant other, a father or mother. But the important thing is that they're there to push you along and make sure that you're not getting stagnant and that you're not standing still. You may not agree with they, what they say all the time. Remember that. But challenging your thoughts and challenging what you believe in is a good idea and it's a good thing. And although it might hurt sometimes and you, again, may not agree with everything that they are saying, it'll at least get you spinning around the ideas that you have in your head and you need to challenge your beliefs constantly. Number five I put down here, don't just follow trends. So what I mean by that is, and I touched on this at the beginning, people just get into careers. They just get into a job and, and they want the stability and, and the typical American just works that nine to five job or whatever the hours might be, 40 to 45 hours a week, maybe 50 hours a week. They probably make decent money. They have some benefits. But are they truly fulfilled? This is the trend in society. We just chase after that stability. And honestly, if you look at people and, and their happiness levels, we have an overwhelming amount of people that are just in debt up to their eyeballs. They hate their job. They literally work day in and day out to get one to two weeks of vacation. And they count down to that vacation every single day. As entrepreneurs and business owners, part of the reason the core reason of why we do this and why we take on this risk and the struggle is so that we can avoid that and we can become more than just a person working a job just to make money, just to get a vacation and then repeat. I don't want to live my life like that. And there was a spell that I did that the only things that I looked forward to was Saturday and Sunday. But now I'm telling you this and I mean this 100% wholeheartedly. Although I struggle a lot with business and it is often very stressful and extremely daunting. I never, ever, ever wake up in dread coming in. And think on that point for a minute. Can you can you envision a, a situation in your life where you wake up every single morning pumped up to go achieve what you know you're meant to meant to do? And that's a reality. And it's not fiction. It's not impossible. It just takes a higher level of motivation and focus to get to that point. And number six, and I'm not going to touch on this too much, but as you're starting out with the idea of becoming an entrepreneur, you got to get your money right. And what I mean by that is you cannot have debt up to your eyeballs. And this is, I know this is controversial and some people just, uh, you lose them when you start talking about this. But look, I'm telling you that with any of the, the businesses that I've been involved in, if I would have been in debt up to my eyes and I couldn't afford you know the basic things, and it had a strain on my paycheck or whatever income I had coming in, there's no way I could have made it happen. And add on top of that, the added stress of money, 
that is huge in our society. People are in debt and they have so much stress. And when you have that stress level from finances at the core, you're not going to perform as well as if that wasn't a stress for you and if you had your money right. So just get your money right. That's number six. And number seven, something that I've had to had to learn over the years is that I need to trust my intuition. Now, remember that this doesn't mean to be foolish. This doesn't mean to be reckless. But if there's something inside of your soul that's on fire, that's telling you, you need to make a change, you need to do this, you need to take this risk, listen to it. That doesn't necessarily mean you act immediately when you feel that intuition. Again, you don't want to be reckless, but you have to be willing to accept risk. And that intuition, that little burning desire in your heart is real. It's there for a reason. And I believe that that's put inside of us, those of us who are called to be a business owner. You have to have that desire to take risk. Honestly, I was talking to, um, and at SHOT Show, this is pretty cool. I, I got to meet a gentleman who I've listened to his podcast for a long time. His name is Ryan Mickler. He has a podcast called Order of Man. And I described it to him like like this when we were talking at the show. It's kind of like you jump on a crazy horse. Like you know this horse is nuts. You know that just sitting on the back of this horse, it's going to go freaking crazy. But you still hop on and you give it a good kick and you hang on for dear life. And that to me is like a really good picture of of being an entrepreneur and starting something up because you know it's crazy. You know there's so much risk. You know you might get hurt financially. You might get hurt emotionally. But yet you still get on that horse and you still kick it because you want to go that direction. And nobody, you know, I'm not here lying to you telling you that it's going to be easy or that there's not going to be risks. And you have to, you know, I joke about this, but you have to have almost some sort of level of insanity because the first, and I can vouch for this 100%, the first four years of starting up a business are so insanely difficult that if you were a normal person with normal drive, it's just insane to continue. Like, why would you want to struggle that hard? You have to have that little bit of insanity in there that you want to get onto the back of that crazy horse. And then number eight, and this is going to sound cliche, I'm sure, but you got to believe in yourself. You have to believe that you can make it work. And this is where, you know, over the years, I really did struggle with this a lot. And, and it comes back to the self-worth, self-doubt kind of thing. And because of all the noise and the negative stuff thrown around and people that will say things like, oh, it must be nice to start a business, must be nice to own a business, must be nice to do this. Those those people don't get it. And that's noise. That's negative noise that's just going to fill your head with lies. Um, you, you have to, at the core, at the very, very core, you've got to create that self-worth so that you can ultimately believe in yourself and believe that even if you don't have the skill set right now that you're willing and able to learn and fill in those voids and then continue to move forward and this is where you know and i'm not always great at this and and maybe you may not be religious at all but praying for guidance is a big deal you know for me um again this is there's often times that i try to do things on my under my own power um, when i should just take a moment and pray for the guidance that i need to continue and make sure that I'm on the correct path. But you don't even have to be, you know, I, I'm sure I lost some of you. When I, As soon as you start getting into religious stuff, people are like, whoa, hold up, hang on a second. I didn't realize we're getting into that. But here's the other thing. Even if you're not religious, if you don't believe in God, you don't believe in praying, whatever, meditate on your goals. 
take time to just think about where you want to be headed. And that, even in and of itself, just taking time to sit down and think about where I'm headed and where I think that I need to go allows me to filter through thoughts. And I can do this in a quiet place. Sometimes I'm doing it while I'm reading. And it just gives me a moment to try to filter out that noise that I talked about and then find the truth among all of that. And here's the deal, guys. These are just a couple things. And I know this, uh, if you thought that this was going to be like an eight steps to starting a business, that's not that's not what I was trying to achieve with this at all. This is just things that have been on my mind. And as I was sitting here this morning, they just kind of jumped out of me. And, and I figured that I would just go through them in this podcast. I've learned a lot of this stuff over the last four years. And just because I gave this stuff to you doesn't mean that I'm perfect and doesn't mean that I am even good at some of this stuff. It's just things that I've recognized that other people who have businesses, other people who have started businesses, they possess traits and the ability to navigate through these things. You've got to go through this list. You've got to be self-aware. You've got to do all of these things and at least, at the very least, challenge yourself in each of these areas. I didn't even touch on things like business planning. I didn't dive into any of that as we start up. But what I think is the most important is getting your heart and your head on straight so that you can forge this journey, lay the foundation, and ultimately feed the good information into yourself so that you can kick this business off and become an entrepreneur and pursue the goals and and the dreams that you have with intensity um, and hopefully, um, and again, there's no guarantees. Look, we, we understand there's risk to this. But hopefully you can navigate through this and at the end of it, wake up every single morning excited, pumped up, and ready to tackle your job. Guys, this is all I wanted to give to you today. Um, I know it's a little shorter and I didn't dive too deep into all of this stuff. But if there's anything that you want us to go over any deeper or you want to talk to me on a one-on-one level, there's so many different ways you can do that. You can reach Greg and I at forgingthejourney at gmail.com that is our joint email and if you email us there we will get back in touch with you we'd love to hear what you want to hear if you want to message me personally you can check out my instagram at keystone carry that is my personal account and of course you can check out our business accounts on instagram facebook whole nine yards at ta targets and if you want to look at what greg and dusty have going on at the neomag it's just at the neomag Guys, thank you for tuning in to episode 13 of Forging the Journey. I hope you have a great rest of the week. Stay well. Make sure you guys are focused. Write down these things that I went over. Hopefully they help you out. And hopefully this podcast can help you as you start out your journey as a business person or an entrepreneur. Guys, stay well.